Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 25th of August. Thank God it is Friday. It has been a long week of results and we'll get on to those in a little second. As usual though, all the information contained in this podcast is general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off, as always, with the scores on the doors. And we had a little bit of a lackluster night last night in the U.S. It was reverse all engines. Dow Jones falling 374 points, or 1.06%, 34,099. It had a high of three little ducks, 222, up, and a low of 379 down. So closing on its lows. We are still in summer silly season, so some of that may be the explanation there. Certainly some caution ahead of Jackson Hole and some comments from some of the Fed chiefs as well, uh, really hurting the market sentiment. NASDAQ, though, the big faller down 1.87%, 257 points, 13,464. The S&P 500 down 60 points or 1.35% in the middle for Diddle as always. 43.76 there for the S&P 500. The VIX volatility index, as you would expect in this kind of environment, perked up, up 7.6%, 17.20, which is more than can be said for the SPY futures, which perked down, if that is such a thing. The ASX 200 futures down 91 points, or 1.3%. Not a good end to the week, I have to say. We had a Pretty good-ish day yesterday, 34 points up. But it is all about results, though. Uh, The little duck on the surface looks relatively stable, but underneath it's paddling like crazy, and that's where all the action is at the moment. But 34 points yesterday, we'll take it. Resources, a little lackluster. Banks have been driving our market higher. So let's look at what happened in the US uh, last night. Well, it was all about NVIDIA, wasn't it? The Market was uh, very strong in after-hours trade. Something I alluded to in a podcast and in the newsletter as well was the massive option position that had been built up in NVIDIA. And the market was going for a 10% rise or fall. 10% rise or fall. That is what's called a straddle. And uh, as a result of that, you can see volatility get crushed and share prices uh, come back to more normal levels. NVIDIA was up 0.1% of a percent after a near 9% rise after the results, which were pretty spectacular, to say the least. Maybe too spectacular. Maybe no one believed them, but they were spectacular. But at the end of the day, in the final countdown, as they would say, up 0.1 of a percent. Other tech stocks, though, didn't see the rise, but did see big falls. AMD down 7%. Netflix down 4.8%. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, down 2.5%. Tesla down 2.9%. Amazon down 2.7%. Alphabetti Spaghetti down 2.1%. Microsoft down 2.1%. You kind of get the idea here, don't you? Apple down 2.6%. Priced to perfection with the numbers coming out of NVIDIA. That certainly seems to be the way of things. By the rumor, sell the fact uh, very much in evidence in the U.S. last night. Uh, J.P. Morgan on the banking side down 0.1. Uh, Bank of America up 0.6. Goldman's down 0.7. 
Wells Fargo down 0.4, Morgan Stanley up 0.1, CBA overseas was down 0.7, UBS overseas in Europe up 3%, Barclays up 1%, and Deutsche up 1%. European markets a little bit mixed last night, Stock 600 down 0.4, FTSE up 0.2, Germany down 0.7, France down 0.4 there last night. So it was a bit of a mixed session. US bonds though. Uh, we did see some of those uh, comments coming out of uh, some of the Fed chiefs last night ahead of that very important, well, at least the market thinks it's important, Jackson Hole speech from uh, Jerome Powell, which kicks off on Friday. Of course, uh, that uh, is going to be the major, major uh, pivot point. Potentially, last year he spoke for all of seven minutes, but the Dow and the US markets fell around 3% in the week following on the back of his comments about inflation, etc. So uh, that was um, part of the worry last night. Uh, the Thursday in the US was the worst day for the Dow since March, and the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq had their biggest one-day loss since August the 2nd. The information technology sector was the biggest loser, was down 2.15%. Uh, Dollar Tree, uh, not quite such a dollar anymore, down 12.9% on the back of their numbers yesterday. So, Treasury yields in the US, 4.241, up 4.3 basis points, two years up above 5%, 5.02, 7.1 basis points. The Aussie 10-year picking up a little bit up, 1.7 basis points, 4.14. Bitcoin down in the dumps again, down 2.1%. The Aussie dollar, 64.13, nothing very exciting there. We saw the dollar index uh, better, 0.5% better in the US trade. So that was uh, of interest there. But uh, as I say, it is all about Jackson Hole. It is all about what Jerome Powell is going to say uh, and whether the lady is not for turning, which is certainly something we saw last year uh, when he was very, very focused on conquering inflation. Uh, So that does appear to be the focal point. And of course, former President Donald Trump being arrested in Georgia and having his mugshot taken Kaiser Sose, perhaps. All right, looking at uh, the numbers in resource stocks last night, uh, we had Brent crude up 0.3 of a percent, uh, 226 cents rise, 83.15. The WTI price, 41 cents higher, 0.5 of a percent higher, 79.26. The gold price, $3.20 higher, surprising given that US dollar index perked up, up 0.2 of a percent. And in LME pricing, copper down 1.1%, nickel down 05 Another nickel scandal has emerged where a company paid for a consignment of nickel only to find that it wasn't that at all. It was just concrete rubble. There you go, a bit of Barney rubble for you. Aluminium down 1.1%, zinc up 0.4%, lead down 0.5%, ton down one5 Iron ore was slightly better yesterday, but Dalian Iron Ore futures down 2.1%. Coal under some pressure yesterday as well. So not good news there. Resource stocks generally BHP down 2.8% in ADR terms. Rio down 1.5%. Glencore down 1.1%. Freeport down 2.2%. Vale down 1.3%. Arbor down half a percent. Sigma Lithium down 3%. Oil stocks in the US and Europe. A little bit uh, mixed. Exxon down 0.7. Shell up 0.6 of a percent. All right, well, let's turn now to our market today. As I said earlier, 
the ASX by future showing a 91 point loss. A lot of that will be in BHP, I suspect, and Rio taking it hard in the US trade. But we do have results out this morning. Pilbara results, one of the biggies, written it up today in Henry's Take, one of my favourite stocks. It is the one. It is the one to own in the lithium space. It just depends on what price you own it as at, that is. Uh, it made a full year net profit of 2.4 million, uh, sorry, 2.4 billion. That is a big number. It also announced a 35% boost to its ore reserves to 214 million tonnes to coincide with that result. Uh, the full year revenue was 4.1 billion, which was up from 1.2 billion. EBITDA up 307% to 3.38 billion. It also declared a final dividend of 14 cents and has, of course, that massive $3.5 billion cash pile. West Farmers out this morning as well posted a 2.46 billion profit. It has upped the dividend. That's a 4.8% rise on the previous year for the profit, uh, slightly ahead of expectations. Dividend of a dollar three, which brings it to $191.91, which is up 6.1% on the year. It reported an 18.2% surge in full year sales to 43.55. Strong earnings from two retail banners, Bunnings and Kmart. Chemicals also doing well as well there. And we have had as well out this morning uh, news from um, IAG being sued by ASIC for misleading customers about discounts. Michael Hill, the jewellers' profits are out. They have dropped to 35.2 million in fiscal 23 from 46.7. Final dividend, 7.5 cents. And we have had Jumbo Interactive, which is the online portal for the Lottery Corp TLC out this morning. A final dividend, fully franked, 20 cents per share, 13.9% increase in revenue to 118.7 and a 7.6% climb in stat earnings. Uh, the founder, Mike Vareka, uh, said the jackpot market experienced one of its worst years in a decade, but expressed confidence that changes to pricing put the company in good stead. All right, a quick roundup of other news around this morning. Arden Leisure launches buyback of 10% of its shares uh, in Broker Moves. AP Eagers downgraded to hold from a buy at Bell Potter. IDP Education downgraded to a hold from a buy at Bell Potter. Target cut to 26.70. Ramsey Healthcare wrote an article yesterday for Livewire. More in Henry's take on Ramsey today. Downgraded to neutral from overweight at Jardins. Target cut to 62.08. From 68.68, uh, we also saw Aussie Broadband today reporting EBITDA for um, FY23 89.6. Uh, fact set was going for 86.6. Revenue 7.88, 7.89 was the forecast, um, and we have seen as well up Levisa upgraded to neutral from a sell at City. Uh, Whitehaven Coal downgraded to a neutral from a buy at City. Target price there cut to $7.60 from $7.80. We've had Perpetual downgraded to a neutral from a buy at City. Target cut to $24.80 from $30. We've also seen Accent Group upgraded to a buy from neutral at City. They have been a busy bunnies today. Target increased to $12, sorry, $2.12 from $1.80. Uh, Regis Healthcare. We've had their earnings out this morning as well. Uh, we've had uh, some numbers out from them. Impact uh, 
NPATA, 28.5, market was going for 17.7. Revenue from services, 780.6, market was going for 783.5. Final div, 7.48 cents, 50% fully franked. We've also seen Australian ethical numbers out this morning. Underlying NPAT, 11.8. A year ago, it was at 10.3. They have a final dividend of 5 cents a share. Outlook, target, annualised revenue run rate of 100 million bucks there and we have seen as well just looking through others Whitehaven downgraded to underperform from neutral a Bank of America target cut to seven six bucks from seven dollars fifty and we have also seen IFL the independent order of odd fellows now called insignia financial downgraded to neutral from overweight at Baron Joey target cut to two dollars eighty from three dollars forty and a few other uh, numbers coming out as well. Just a little bit more on the West Farmers result. Revenue by segment. Bunnings uh, killing it as usual. $18.54 billion in terms of revenue. That is above the market, which was going for 18.4. Kmart, 10.64. Beat market, 10.51. Catch. Mm, that was not so good. I didn't really catch that one. 354 versus market, 404. Officeworks. Killed it again, 3.36 billion in revenue, 3.24 billion was the estimate there. Uh, West Farmers at CEF, 3.31 billion, market was going for 3.2 billion there. So um, some good numbers out of West Farmers today. Uh, Pilbara, uh, those numbers, as I say, they're coming out, uh, pretty good numbers from Pilbara. Although, bearing in mind it is a resource company, they are well and truly known to some extent before the market uh, gets the official numbers because of production numbers. The big change in Pilbara was the 35% increase to the reserves and also the big change, I guess, there was the rhetoric surrounding capital management. They're talking special dividends and share buybacks. They are chock full of money, $3.5 billion. Uh, lastly, Ventia has upped its dividend, has affirmed its profit guidance this morning. Uh, some numbers coming out from that one. Uh, robust demand across all sectors delivered a 16% fall interim net profit to 88.3 million. Uh, and we also seeing Brainship out this morning with some news that it's been granted a new Australian patent relating to Aikida. 2.0, the IP surrounding that. Well, that's it from me today. Have a little look at Henry's take today, a little bit more on NVIDIA and uh, why they only moved at the end of the day 0.1 of a percent and how those big option bets may have influenced that move. doesn't detract from the spectacular numbers, but it may explain somewhat why that move was pretty muted in the end, having spiked to all-time highs earlier. Apart from that, something on Levisa, Ramsey, and of course Pilbara. There, a few changes yesterday in Henry's take as well in the small cap portfolio. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Plenty of results still to come, so stay tuned. We'll be keeping you up to date throughout the day. Have a great day, and as always, may the trading gods be with you.